1: It's time for today's Travel and Cruise Industry News. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls.
2: Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on this Independence Day, the fourth day of July, 2023. Coming to you from Bedford County, Central Virginia area. Got our flag out on display here this morning. So that's something we try to do on all of these type of holidays. Do have a couple news stories again, folks. There's not been a whole lot of news this week, but there's been a strike hitting the British Columbia ports that of course could affect Alaska cruises. We're gonna talk about that a little bit this morning. Norwegian has clarified some tender Point, this tender port screw ups, celebrity raises rates, and NCL grooming policies. And Emily, that's not grooming the dogs, that's grooming the folks. That and a lot more live here at 11 o'clock today. And again, happy 4th of July to everybody. If you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the Fat Travel Guy. Anytime you're watching or listening via the podcast and want to jump over to check out the video feed, there's always a link in the description of the podcast. So you can do just that if you want to take a look at pictures or clips or interviews or whatever we might be using on that day's show. All right, we've talked a little bit about my friend Elizabeth Eli on location and the travails she had getting to uh, the ship she's now on. So she she sent this to me.
3: you chilly in the gang? Oh my god, it's cold here. And look at this—it's smoky, crappy, shitty weather. I went from beautiful Cozumel to this. What the hell? Oh. Anyway, I'm. Uh, already on the lovely qm2 it's been beautiful let me tell you though embarkation was a flipping nightmare a lot of people didn't get on till 10 or 11 o'clock at night including myself and um i'll try to fill you in on that later but anyway it's all in the past now we made it on but look at this weather look at this it is awful it's cold it's miserable and the locals are walking around in shorts and you know me I've got on a long sleeve shirt a sweater and a jacket over that and a scarf and I'm still cold anyway heading back to the ship and I would get a photo of the ship you can't even see it out there look at that it's that smoky and misty and awful here so anyway um My one and only time in Halifax this season. This is it. Anyway, we're headed off to Boston. I'll send you a message later. Ciao for now.
2: And, of course, that's Elizabeth on location. Up in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Cold, misty, and smoky. It looks like we're going to have a day today where it doesn't look very misty. I mean, very... uh, smoky out there now, which it has been a lot. So, uh, at any rate, we are uh, looking for a really nice day today. It's going to be up in the 90s again. We could get some of those pop up thunderstorms before we had a doozy one last night. But, you know, we'll see. So, all right. Anyway, thank you, Elizabeth, for that. Now, you know, we do have a a person over in the Philippines. That would be Emily. Emily, what are you doing walking dogs? You do that at home. You're on vacay, darling. No dog walking. Oh, Lord, look out. This could be a disaster waiting to happen. Emily on a four-wheeler at the beach. Now, uh, take a look at Emily's eyes. I think Emily is trashed. You know, I fussed at her about uh, guzzling the beer over there in the Philippines. Uh, There she is. Uh, That might be a cocktail. I don't know. (laughs) And, of course, I just love her. I got Denise, cousin, whatever she is. Those girls are so cute. Oh, Lord, that's worse. Emily on a motorcycle. Motorcycle mama. That's Emily. In the Philippines. Living the life. That's pretty cool, Em. Just don't wreck it. I managed to wreck my wheelchair yesterday. Yeah, 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 I know. I'm not going to go into that whole thing. Actually, I was going out to the pool, and I was trying to hurry, and the the thing dropped into a a sinkhole. The wheel dropped into a hole in the yard, and it literally flipped me off the wheelchair. I mean, I was shaken up, but then I had to get myself... Back in the wheelchair, but I was actually, folks, thrown by the chair. So, I mean, only I can do that. You know, I managed to wreck, wreck cotton picking uh, scooters on level land in Saint Thomas. Okay, right, what else do we have here? Oh, buddy Nate up in Alaska. So uh, he's driving along, and uh, there, right on the edge of the road, is uh, a little puppy dog, an Alaskan puppy dog. So Nate says, Well, I got to do better than that. Hey, dude, you want to ride? Come on, we got room. Ah, little Alaskan brown bear there from my buddy Nate up in, up near Skagway, Alaska. And that's the uh, Sapphire Princess that we'll be getting on on August 30th. We still have some openings, folks. If you'd like to join us, last minute deals, the link's up there at the top of the chat room. And feel free to uh, check it out. So I see Hot Air with us. Nikki's with us. Joanne's with us. Who else? Mike's here. Dennis is here. Okay. Gretchen's here. All right. I'll get over there here in a couple minutes because there's not a lot in, in the way of news, folks. But the, the lead today, top story as it were. Deals with our friends in Canada. Alaska-bound cruises seem unaffected so far, despite strikes at the British Columbia ports that started on the 1st. The initial fear for these labor actions would disrupt numerous cruises sailing in early July appears to have been unfounded, at least for now. Three major ports in British Columbia service cruise ships regularly. Vancouver, of course, is the home port for numerous vessels. Prince Rupert and Victoria are popular port calls. The International Longshore and Warehouse Union Union launched a strike after months of long negotiations fell apart with the British Columbia Maritime Employers Association and they field to yield a new industry-wide collective agreement. The primary issues at the core of the dispute include contracting out port automation and the high cost of living, for, forcing 7,400 port workers to go on strike. While the strikes will likely have an economic impact on the region, in some manner the cruise industry is for now unaffected, which I guess they're still working the ships. Which, on strike, they probably don't have to do that. The ILWU has indicated that they intend to service cruise ships during the strike, bringing a sigh of relief to the cruise industry. Good for them. I hope that helps them in the negotiations. Uh, Robert Lewis Manning, the CEO of Greater Victoria Harbor Authority, offered encouraging comments during a recent radio interview, acknowledged the uncertainty around the situation, but remained hopeful about its impact on the industry. A significant disruption at these ports could have potentially caused uh, logistical nightmares, delayed journey, and upset thousands of passengers. However, if cruise ships sailing from U.S. ports would not have been able to make their calls In Canada, at least once during the cruise, there'd be even more problems arising because of that silly Passenger Vessel Services Act of 1886. So you have to go into a port out of the country after you sail from a U.S. port, which the thing makes no sense at all, but anyway. So, we've still got a very fluid situation up there. So far, it hasn't killed us, but we definitely want to stay on top of the labor situation up there. Of course, I'll be going to Vancouver here in another month or so and sailing from Vancouver. All right. Scoot Around has officially announced the new rental app. The app allows you to easily rent a scooter, wheelchair, or power chair using your smartphone. Scoot Around app can be downloaded in both App Store and Google Play Store. You can also save this week only, save 10% during our Independence Day sale, runs through the 7th. The 4th of July is all about independence, and a new mobility device gives you the freedom to go wherever you want, save big on products site-wide, including popular scooters, wheelchairs, and power chairs. Just use code HOTDEALS23. Deal, hot Let me get that out clearly. Use the code HOTDEALS23. That's plural. To get 10% off of mobility devices site-wide, you can shop or online. Or you can call 1-844-664-7467, use HotDeals23 to get 10% off. You can also stick in SRN 11137 and the channel, get a little support for that. Be very nice. All right. Norwegian Cruise Line informed guests who were embarked on the Norwegian Dawn on Sunday this week that port information was miscommunicated, with far more tender ports on the itinerary than noted in the online reservation system. While one of the crew's eight planned ports of call was shown as a tender port, in reality, there are five tender ports up for the sailing. While no itinerary changes are being made, the number of tender ports could cause complications for guests with limited mobility or other challenges that make tendering more difficult. And I can only attest to that, folks. Norwegian Dawn set sail on Sunday on a 10-night British Isles, England and Ireland sailing from Copenhagen. Eight ports of call were on the itinerary, Edinburgh. Invergordon, Kirkwall in Scotland, uh, Stornoway on the Isle of Lewis, Dublin in Ireland, Belfast in Northern Ireland, Falmouth and Portland in England, uh, before the ship arrives in Southampton on the 12th. That would be on Wednesday, the 12th. On the reservation system for the sailing, only Edinburgh was noted as a tender port but guests were informed at embarkation there were actually five tender ports during the sailing. must be noted that the ports indicated were always planned to be tender ports, but it was an error on the reservation system that failed to list them accurately. There are no port of call changes, time alterations, or other adjustments made for the cruise. Nevertheless, this can be a shock to guests who have booked an itinerary uh, specifically because so few ports seem to be using tenders, which can be more challenging for travelers with mobility issues or those who may be susceptible to motion sickness on small boats. Norwegian Cruise Lines tender port list does include Edinburgh, Kirkwall, Stornoway, uh, and Dublin as tender ports, although Kirkwall is listed as either docking or tender, depending on the call. And Falmouth is not noted as a tender port. So in case some of you don't know, there aren't experienced cruisers. Tendering is when the ship can't get to dock for some reason. It could be like damage to a dock, or it could be that there's just not a dock there, a big, a big enough for the ship, or maybe it's not deep enough. So they use tender, which are small boats that they load passengers on and take them through a smaller dock. The problem that people with mobility issues have is getting on and off the tender boats. You can it can be uh, a lot of movement involved uh, because the boat smaller boats are going with the waves. Uh, the 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 ramp to go over to the tender boat can slide back and forth. Uh, It's just, you know, it's a little dicey. Uh, So if you're on a scooter or a wheelchair or using a walker, uh, that alone can be a little difficult. Now, yes, they have people to help you. The other thing on many tender boats, there are two stories, two decks, because the level you get on the deck is usually upstairs. The upper deck, and you get off at the port on the lower deck of the of the tender. So you've got to be able to go up and down stairs, or the tender has to have a wheelchair accessible ramp to ride up and down. If they don't have the ramp, and you're like me, I can't go up and down a flight of stairs. Then you just can't go on the on the excursion on the uh, port of call have to stay on the boat. So, uh, you know, people like me that want to get out and get on excursions uh, sometimes look at those kind of things. So, I guess to use scooters or wheelchairs may have difficulty tendering. You know, that's, that's the truth of the matter, as well as guests with small children who require strollers. Similarly, Crutches or cranes can find boarding tenders a lot more difficult. Uh, So, yeah, and then, of course, the people who get seasick, uh, you know, the little boats can be a lot rougher on them. So that's not a good thing. Um, Somebody screwed up in the the system that, that didn't catch this beforehand because of the possible lack of accessibility and the potential delays for debarking the ship during the tendering process guests may not have as much time as anticipated to enjoy the ports guests book on any cruise should always investigate whether or not ports of call are tender ports or if they have concern about accessibility All right, folks I don't mind telling you the very first thing well First or second thing I do when I get on a ship for the first time on on embarkation, one I, I try to, I try to knock out the muster drill if you go to the station and check in because I've done them on every cruise line. Uh, if there's a pre-video to watch, I've already watched it. So I get that knocked out first so it doesn't screw up the rest of my day on board the ship. The next thing I go is go to the excursion desk. Even if I have to stand in line in the first day on a ship, there's often lines at at the offices. But I do go and I'll talk to one of the agents there about accessible excursions. Some excursions are not accessible for scooters, but might be accessible for my power chair. Because that can be lifted like on a bus, for instance. It can go in the bin. It only weighs 50 pounds. I can pick it up. Uh, but it's I have to clarify those things before I can book an excursion. Tender ports is the other thing. Is am I allowed to get on the tender boats for the for all, all the ports? Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not, but I get that knocked out first so I can go on with my planning. So that's just the way I handle it, guys. All right, I'll be back with a little bit more news right after a quick word uh, from one of my network sponsors.
1: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.
2: All right, guys, the next story's got to do with Celebrity. Celebrity Cruises has very quietly updated their gratuity program on the frequently asked questions with rates, new rates to begin as of July the 11th. The automatic gratuities for all staterooms will be increased, with which marks the second increase in less than a year prior to the recent increases. Gratuities aboard Celebrity Cruises had remained constant since November of 2020. Celebrity Cruises will be raising automatic gratuity rates for all staterooms for every sailing that departs on or after July the 11th. Rates are per person per day, vary depending on the type of stateroom and are listed in US dollars. The increase rates will be 18 bucks for an inside ocean view or veranda, 1850 for a concierge class and aqua class and $23 for the retreat. Confirm bookings at the cruise lines, all included or always included rates that already have paid gratuities in these packages will not have any increase regardless of the sailing date, but new gratuity rates will apply for all new bookings. So pretty stout uh, uh, raise on the gratuities from Celebrity, of course. Everybody else has done it this year. All right, one more story from Norwegian. Norwegian Cruise Line announced changes to its shipboard grooming policy for the crew, officers, and staff. That started on the 1st of this month. All shipboard employees will be allowed tattoos, piercing, and men can have a beard. In a letter, the company informed its crew about the latest grooming guidelines Noticeable changes will include facial hair, (coughs) such as mustaches, beard, goatees, or chin, lower lip tufts, as permitted. If they are neatly trimmed and well-maintained, mustaches cannot be grown over the length of the upper lip. A maximum of three bracelets are allowed and must be in good condition. Food and beverage exceptions while preparing food. Team members including bartenders must wear jewelry on must not wear jewelry on their arms or hands that includes uh, watches. A maximum of 3 rings are allowed. Engagement wedding band counts as one ring. Food employees may wear a total of one plain ring such as a smooth simple wedding band. A maximum of 2 small stud earrings or hoops no larger than a dime. Are allowed. tattoos cannot be on the face head or front of the neck above the standard t-shirt collar can't have any extreme vulgar or sexist or any of those things showing so plain Jane tattoos okay but something crazy. No. All right. That's going to wrap up the uh, news portion of today. Let's see if anybody's fussing at me in the chat room. Again, hello to Mike and Joanne and Dennis. Hi there, Tom says, good morning, everyone. I found the NCL policy change interesting. Our captain on the dawn last month had a beard, which I thought was unusual. I did not remember Norwegian being totally clean shaven, but I guess they when I thought back on it and looked over some of my pictures. I guess they were, and I just never paid attention one way or the other. Gretchen's here out in Ohio. Did Eli get to the ship while it was in New York? Yes, she did. Uh, She got there and it was late. Um, But uh, because they didn't start embarkation until 7 o'clock. So it was like 11 o'clock by the time they finally got loaded and and set sail. Chili, you should show that picture of Emily. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Uh, Let me see if if I have that close. I meant to do that out there, Tom. When I was uh, collecting pictures this morning, now I can't remember where it was, right off the top of my head. Wouldn't you know that? So uh, let me see if I see it. No, I don't. I'll have to find that one because that that one is uh, that one is pretty funny out there, Tom. I agree with you on that. I'll see if I can't uh, locate that one for next time. Nikki says, hello to everybody. Joanne says, no injuries. No. I mean, it, you know, it, it hit the, dropped into the hole, which I didn't see at all. And literally threw me over. I hit on the ground. I hit my bad knee, unfortunately, scraped it up and it's swollen, hit my head and hit the tops of my feet. Those were the things that got jammed into the ground. So, and but the chair, you know, when it threw me, it flipped back on its back wheels because it's, you know, weighted heavily to the back. So I was just sitting there with the one front wheel down in the hole, for me to get my big fat butt pulled around and back up in the chair. I'm sure it would have made quite a scene if somebody had had a camera. But yeah, no, I wasn't hurt. I went on around to the pool. I uh, did sit there for a few minutes to get the breathing back under, <laughs> under the normal conditions, and then I went on, and got in the water, and I felt fine in the water. Didn't went on with my workout and everything. But yeah, I will be a lot more careful of riding across. Yeah, we have an old oak tree that's been down. Probably 20 years or so, about a tornado come through and took this oak tree out. <clears throat> and the stump is still in the ground, but it's been so long now that it's starting to dry rot. And I guess places where there were roots and stuff has dry rotted as well. And it's caused, you know, little sinkholes and holes. And if the grass has grown over the top of it, you don't necessarily see them, and it just dropped. The wheel dropped right in, so. And yeah, I shouldn't have been going across the yard. I should have gone around a little bit and down. We have more of like a driveway into the pool, even though it's grass covered. But uh, yeah, I should have done that, but I didn't. Time to add a seat belt and a shoulder harness to the wheelchair. <clears throat> yeah, I thought about that, but uh, no. We're not putting a shoulder harness on the wheelchair. No video of, it, of the chair tossing incident. No, I was not taking a selfie at the time. Thank you, Sonny, just the same. So, uh, Steve's with us. Hi, Steve. The Jones Act. Yeah, that's what it is, Dennis. Pain in the butt law. Jones Act is for cargo ships, PSVA is for cruise ships. Well, okay, that that part is true. It was a protectionist act to keep foreign flagships from actively competing with the American steamboat companies for transportation of passengers between U.S. ports. I don't know what else is in the act, but one of our weenies in charge are willing to remove or just the act. I don't understand the resistance with none of our weenies in charge. Uh, and, and uh, that's not a Fourth of July uh, reference, folks. That's uh, referring to the weenies in charge in Washington, both sides of the aisle. And that's one thing that I happen to agree with, Air Donald. So. It's a it's a totally outdated law, uh, and there there are some s- some of the sideline reasons of it are that you know if it's an American flagship, uh, they have to they have a whole different set of of labor standards. Well, yeah, if it's an American flagship, but that has nothing to do with you have to stop in Canada or stop in the Bahamas when you sail from. Port. I don't know. To me, it's a waste. The Dawn cruise I just did in Genesis out there, Tom, again, only had one tender port, which was Dublin. Very rough trip back to the ship that day. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's not the easiest thing to do, uh, Tom. Uh, you know, and, and it can be a little nerve wracking, quite frankly. I don't like tenders but I'll take them to get into port especially now that I've got the chair uh, but I still even with the chair I can't do the two level unless it has a ramp so we'll see how it works in the future but Kenneth's with us up in Pennsylvania Bruce explained the gratuity increases nicely last night. Crew needed higher, higher pay, so to do this without flack from the board or shareholders, it's easy to increase the gratuity charges that will flow through to the staff. Yeah, but it doesn't go to all staff members. So there are going to be staff members that get no gratuities. So they're kind of s- stopped. As long as they go to the crew, the increase is okay. Agree with that, Dennis. Yeah, I don't mind what I pay. I don't care about that. Um, yeah, I want to make sure that the, that the crew is actually getting that money. I was on a rough tender ride once and I actually observed a woman face turn green. Yeah, I, they they can be awful for, for folks that, that get, you know, suffer from seasickness. I mean, thankfully, that's something that I've never. It's never bothered me, so I have a almost a lack of, a, 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 not a, a a lack of understanding of seasickness because it doesn't nothing's ever bothered me on a ship. But I've seen people green, and so. I mean, I know it's real. But it's just hard for for me to understand it. And probably I'm not as condescending toward it as I should be. The Gator was on Emily's group. Okay. Let me see if I can find that real quick, hot air, Tom. Because it was a great pick. That's on Messenger. And there is, uh, where's Emily? Emily's gang. Ah, there it is. Okay, so we're going to get that loaded up here in about uh, two seconds for all to see where I'm. I got to come back over here and I got to load this sucker up. I had an overlay. And I know this is really exciting uh, broadcasting, folks, but uh, honest, it'll be worth it. Now, this is what happens when Emily has that second drink she gets on her her paddleboard and goes paddling off uh, through the Philippines. That's Emily after a second beer. So, all right, guys. That's going to, what's this? I always tip beyond the, oh, yeah, so do I, Dennis. I tip. I tip my room steward, definitely. Uh, at least two people in the main dining room. I mean, unless they've been awful, but I never have awful waiters. Uh, usually a couple bartenders. And of course, back in the days when I got pushed in wheelchairs, I mean, that was a tip for you know, everybody that pushed me. Do you have your computer back from being repaired? Oh, yeah, I had it back the next day. Hotter Tom. I'm back totally on my old computer. It's totally fixed. Uh, I've got my new, uh, my old, old computer is providing me with uh, second-hand service over here so I can catch who's in the uh, chat room. And Nikki says, yeah, I'd heard about the green face. She didn't believe it until she actually saw it. Yep, I've seen it too. But they're definitely green around the gills. So, Sonny says she always tips extra. Yeah, me too. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, I do have another meeting here today before I can go out to the pool. I've got a uh, fork uh, four o'clock. Again, there's a good possibility there's going to be some breaking personal news. Uh, what I thought was breaking personal news uh, yesterday may have changed to even more personal news. This one I'll know about tomorrow. so we shall see my friends. all right that's gonna wrap me up for today. Uh, everybody have a fantastic Fourth of July. Uh, have a nice cookout or whatever you're planning. Of course I'm not allowed to cook out anymore but I'm gonna spend the day out at the pool. I can spend a good bit of it at least. So uh, anyway, y'all have a great 4th of July. I'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place with Wednesday Travel and Cruise Industry News. Uh, No, yeah. Today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Thursday's the day I may have news. No. Is that right? Yeah. Today today is Tuesday, isn't it, folks? Yes, today's Tuesday, the 4th of July. Tomorrow's Wednesday, the 5th. Okay. <laughs> see there? Now I get screwed up. All right, that's going to wrap it up. I'll see everybody back here tomorrow. That's what I'll do. Oh, yeah, tomorrow I got that silly show with Pete on the solo deals. That's right. And Thursday may be some news. Ah, I'll get it straight. All right. That's it for today, guys. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fabulous Fourth of July, everybody. See you later. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships,